Okay, and we're back after the short break there. I wanted to talk about the uh, press event that was held a couple days ago and things that are related to it. Again, a little controversy, stirring up a little uh, trouble on the boards. As usual, I'm sure Ian will have something to say about this. Um, Always so a troublemaker. It's the new celebration. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Let the memories begin. Correct. And does it seem like to anybody except for me that it seems like a rehash of the Remember the Magic? I mean, do you remember the ad campaigns and the song, you know, Remember the Magic? And then they show the collage of... Of all the different home movies, and so now they've taken it to the next, you know, logical step, I guess, which is okay. We're now using social media and having people upload their memories on the internet, and we're going to do stuff and put it on the castle. And which you did that, didn't you, Ian? You uploaded your stuff. I did. I I uploaded the story to the site. Yeah, they they have the ability to. So the the URL is DisneyMemories.com. And you can right. go, and there you have the ability to submit a Disney memory. So um, I'm going to make everybody who's listening to this podcast jealous when I tell you that. <laughs> well, I, was I know we know enough. your memory. Go ahead. All right. Yes. I, mean, I can't have. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to mention this at least once <laughs> in every podcast. Everyone's and and and, and I'm going to I'm going to add to this that I had an opportunity to stay with him, and he's going to explain in a few minutes, and you're going to think I'm insane for not taking him up. But go ahead, Ian. And I would have let you share the would have let you share the Cinderella bed with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but we were fortunate enough. Um, in in all, all kidding aside, when they were running the year of a million dreams promotion, we were fortunate enough to win the night in the castle suite. So I submitted a, you know, the story about that, and then and then a picture of my daughter in in the um, in the suite, you know, dressed as Jasmine, and and so I mean, but if you go to the site, I mean, I will say controversy aside this site is actually kind of cool i mean you can go and and it, you get a montage of people's stories so there's two things you can get a montage of different um submissions or you can actually search um specifically for what um for what kind of memories that you're interested in seeing whether they're disney world or disneyland but um yeah so i did submit a memory and and uh it goes through a vetting process and then they contact you when it gets published so i think mine was published a couple days ago so oh, so they got back to you how, how long did it take for them to to contact uh, you two days maybe i think yeah i think i submitted it all. wow what, what, what day mel what day was the press event do you remember gosh today's thursday so oh gosh ago, i don't know yeah it's been a week yeah, I, I want to say it was week. like two or three days, John. So uh, the the thing that was a little a little and and look, maybe I missed the fine print, but um, the thing that was a bit a bit odd was that it didn't really seem to tell you what the process was. So I submitted the story and then you know kind of went back to look for it the next day, and it wasn't there. And there's no message that says you know your story has been submitted. It's pending review. It just said you don't have any memories. Literally, that was. <laughs> You have have no no memories. memories. So, you know, they they probably could have used a better user experience architect to build the site for them. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so just in case you do submit something and you don't get, you don't, you don't really, you you can't figure out whether it vanished into the F, into the netherworld or not. It will, um, it will get reviewed and you'll get contacted as to whether or not it got published or not. I'll be the. I'll be the voice of negativity. I, I like the idea. I like the site, you know, and I, and, and you know, I've even talked to John before about convincing people to share their Disney stories in a certain way. Cause you know, I think for everybody it's, it's a different experience, but it's the whole 
it's like Disney has discovered their vacation slides and we're all going to go and watch it on the castle. And it, <laughs> it just doesn't, it, it doesn't impress me, especially, you know, when, when, when you're coming off of stuff like hollow wishes and, and all of these right. amazing shows that they have with the castle as the centerpiece. And then, you know, they, they discovered a digital projector and that's what we're, yeah, yeah, and it does make you wonder whether they'll figure out some more interesting way to integrate it into the sh- into a show and how it how it will actually play out. But yeah, if it's just the same, okay, we're gonna we're gonna project something up on the castle and and that's it. Then yeah, I'm, yeah and don't get me wrong, give if me I something. were there that day and my kids popped up on the on well, the castle, you know, sure. I would, but what are yeah, the I mean, chances of that? Is it, it going to tag you with an RFID tag and you're going to yeah. come through the gate? No, welcome Gary O'Brien. We're going to put you on the castle today. Hey, look, John, I have offered for many years for Disney to sponsor me. I will in- introduce myself as Disney's Gary O'Brien. And in I actually the first offered to have minutes, Disney tattooed on my forehead for a sponsorship deal, but sure. they wouldn't. Uh, you know, and, and uh, so, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Disney's Gary O'Brien. Have you heard about the new celebration that's going down on well, yeah, I think the, the the other general theme that there was, there was actually, believe it or not, there was a lot of references to the 25th anniversary birthday cake debacle. But a lot of people's comments were like, oh, I'm going to be taking a picture of the castle. And I'm going to have to have some other right. family in my picture. You know, I'm not sure logistically well, speaking that's a true concern. But it, it, so it, it, there was. Is it going to be part of a show? Now, it was it, it sounds clear like to you guys was only... part of a show, like the fireworks yeah. show? And not, yeah. it's not going to be up there when no, it's you're walking up at minutes. night or something yeah. like that. So it, It's yeah, an end of the day kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't think – I think you know the general feedback – or the general feeling I think was – frankly, I think Disney shot themselves in the foot a teeny weeny bit by by making such a huge fuss right. out of you know what a what an event – what a big announcement this was going to be. That I think was what yeah, – I, I think that, if they had just made this as an ad hoc, you know, there wouldn't have been nearly the negativity. But I mean I actually – I almost felt bad. I was watching the event live on Facebook. and Were you able to get to it? Yes, because yes, that was a, that was another problem they were having. At least when I was trying to well, view it, that you know, the, the I guess didn't anticipate the traffic, which also says to me, yeah, much like you were saying, okay, they have this event and they don't have anything really huge to it. I mean, it, it's become. If we're going to get into another one of my pet peeves, it, which is, you know, it's what's the theme for this year? Yeah. Okay, remember yeah. when there used to be a time where there didn't. There wasn't a theme. There at wasn't all. a theme, you know, when you'd go down there and the, you would just go and it'd just be Disney World. Just and, Disney it, you World. know, yeah. and, and we didn't have to be celebrating the magic or remembering the magic or letting the memories begin or, you know, having whatever. Years and of dreams or hundred yeah. years. Yeah, right. There didn't have to be a spe- going there was a special celebration. But, for, and, for and, everyone, you know, when they did celebrate something, it was a, a, a true celebration. It was the Magic Kingdom's tenth birthday, or you know, or how about their fortieth birthday? Birthday, or you yeah. know, yeah, tomorrow, so tomorrow, tomorrow. There's a yeah. lot of um, which. Yeah. Will there be That's a press right. event for that? No, nope. no, I don't think so. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Bye. There's a lot of feeling that these these celebrations are becoming more forced, you know. And I think it all. I mean, let's let you know, looking back historically. It kind of started with the Millennium Celebration, which was an right. unbelievable success. It made them oh, huge, fabulous. Money. Yeah, and uh, the, and, and Illuminations that. came out of that, and uh, I mean the, I mean Yay. stuff that we still love to this day. Some of us love. <laughs> Not me. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. What don't you love, Mel? 
He doesn't love Illuminations. Illuminations. This is not I, liked, I liked Illuminations. He doesn't like Reflections of Earth, right, Mel? Is what you don't really like. Okay, yeah, I was. She, the, you like the original Laser Show? Yes. With the, with the, uh, with the bad synth. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's nostalgia thing. Classical music. It may be I nostalgia say, thing. Yeah. Well, ahead, Mel, you can always you can always head over to the Polynesian at, at night and watch the uh, uh, the water pageant, <laughs> which will kind of get you about the, the same. I love I the love water, but no, see, all right, you want to talk about nostalgia there? I I actually I love that. I love going to watch that. It's but I mean, compare. Well, I yeah, there's nothing like it's, sitting... just, it's time to move on. Okay, there's nothing like sitting by the lake, John. It's still going, John. That's what I love about right. it. Right. It's the only thing that has yeah. not been messed with or full. It's just the same and it's as it was. The same awful years. Moog music same it was, and it's great. Pop. It is it fantastic is awesome. because and of you, that. It is, you sit it, by the lake and get attacked by mosquitoes <laughs> the size of dragons. <laughs> and uh, Welcome to Florida. I remember every time I watched that, I remember being a five-year-old on our balcony at the Contemporary, yep. watching that thing with my dad, and that's every time I hear the music, I can't. That's what I the think. The most of. amazing thing you'd ever seen at the time, too. Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, you know, oh, my kids still loved it this summer. Yeah. That was the precursor to the Main Street Electrical Parade, right? Mm. It was. And that, that was before that. That was then the technology and the idea and the thought probably came. To a Gary, it's funny that you just said that, though, because I agree with you. I think there's such a notion out there nowadays that kids need to be, you know, they're so much more sophisticated in their taste. But I'll tell you, my kids love the electric water pageant, and that's the same as it was, you know, in 1971 or whenever it started. So right. I think it's, you know, it works or it doesn't, I think, is the bottom line. It's either, you know, whether it's whether it's uh, high tech and interactive or whether it's, you know, uh kitschy music with some light up floats it depends on if it if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't look we we watched that at the wilderness lodge and then walked and watched a movie outside which is something i did right camping in 1978 you know i, I mean it was that. literally exactly the same experience and you yeah. know it's just it's something communal that it feels like so few people know about yeah. So, and, and you know what else it's one of the only opportunities to do something like that like all the other things from your six-year-old life are gone but you can that's that's one thing that you can go back to that's still there you know and you can yeah. go back so it, it, that's a unique thing that they have too i think no no my 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 little brick is still there you can see it it's got my name on it <laughs> is that right gary has a brick i have a brick too have a brick i don't have a brick i have, I don't a, have brick a brick disneyland i've got one i've got one right out out in front of the, low, the magic kingdom low budget I have the low-budget Leave a Legacy tile. I didn't get a brick. Oh. oh. Wow, you oh, got a fingernail. Sorry. <laughs> I have two. I have two Leave a Legacy tiles. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you and I can never pay find me them. to have I, I haven't seen them since the day I put them up there. <laughs> nice. So well, they're going to move them now. So. Out, are, hey. are they actually moving them? They're, they're been taught, yeah. Oh, that's it can't good. happen soon enough for me. I, yeah, same know. here. Um, so out of the celebration press event, did, did anything else really come other than reannouncing, you know, the Fantasyland expansion that we're working on this and the Little Mermaid? Rock I don't think they and, didn't even mention the Fantasyland expansion. No. Really? They did not. No. no. Nope. I think the only thing that got Mel, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I quite honestly, I think I had bailed. Um, right. before this got even mentioned, but I think the only thing that got mentioned was the two new droids for Star Tours. Is that right? That did get a brief mention, correct? I don't know if it was then or the next day at the 
Destination oh, D. Oh, you might be right. It might have been a that's Destination when D. Yeah. More information came out of that Destination yeah. D ex- exhibition than this press conference. I think that's what I was kind of getting the two confused with. That, right. That, yeah, because they, they actually did come out with some stuff there. The droids but. and the 54 different experiences. and. So uh, since yeah. you touched on it, Destination D... Uh, explain Yay, to Disney World. real quickly yeah, what that is year. in a nutshell Destination D is what for people who don't know the one this year <laughs> the one at Disneyland was celebrating the 55th anniversary of okay. Disneyland and they had all the great you know Mighty, Marty Scholar just all these great speakers the Mouseketeers right. um, a lot of the things I think they did at the um, D23 last year so basically again a, a big Disney fan expo. gathering expo right. kind of thing for and folks. then next yeah. year the one at Disney World will focus on the 40th anniversary hey, okay. hey Mel you have any insight on how you go about like I, I mean and again this is sort of um, me not maybe paying as much attention to that as I should have but how, how do you how do you, you have to, I mean do you show up you know, do you need to register for it? I mean, yes, you, know how, you need to the, register. All the register. all the um, destination D events at Disneyland were sold out. So it's hard. I to know we it. have. I have a good friend that attended them all. She knows you. You guys know her as well. But um, yeah, she's been signed up for months and months. And you, you know, it, there's uh, some. I, I am not a D23 member. Are you guys? No. I was. I let my membership lapse. To be quite honest with you, because I wasn't. Um, I mean, right. I wish I hadn't in, in hindsight. I think I did it out of laziness more than anything else. But um, I guess that's I, where you get the announcements. It, so. uh, I, you know, John, uh, had we, you and I had talked and actually um, Michael had mentioned to me the other day, for those of you listening, Michael's one of the folks who frequents our boards and is a, a moderator there that, that we need not to, a geek. Not a geek, yes. Uh, there you go. That's but what he yeah. says anyway. Um, <laughs> we need to we need to get we need to get to the D two three. Um, you know, event next year because, uh, you know, right. it'd be for, from a coverage standpoint. So one of us needs to get a membership, I think. So I'm probably going to renew mine. But um, yeah, they, so it's linked to D23. So okay, did they announce it. the actual date they did? Oh, for yeah, for it's the April, event. Uh, I, it, um, they did, John. Um, we'll have to put April, it. I think it's April of next year, right? We'll have Mel's to put that in the show notes. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Our, produ- our producer, yeah, right. Gary, is writing that down as we Initially, speak. Initially, they were just saying Put it in the show notes. <laughs> see, what, you sorry, can't, what, that, what everyone can't see here is that we actually see each other. This is an audio podcast, but we're looking at each other on Skype. So Gary's furiously John. grabbing <laughs> papers. How? Oh, I got to write something <laughs> down. John just told me. <laughs> the current news just says spring of 2011. Correct. Oh, That's what I thought. Oh, does it? Yeah, there's no spring. there's no firm date yet. So okay, um, okay. So, there, so need to reengage. I, I read a I read a detailed you know kind of breakdown of the event and and have to say that um it sounded extremely impressive. I mean right. the roundtable discussions they had you know with um I mean I, I you know Marty Sklar and, and right. tons of really uh the oh god help me out Dave Smith I think the Disney Archive guy and who's retiring really yeah who's retiring right tons of really Shopping. you know. Yep. High level. I, I want to say by, even Mary uh, Blair was there, right, Mel? Yes, I think my, so. My, yeah, so, you know, there were some heavy by, hitters. Um, as long as it's not hosted by Tom Bergeron, I no, think it was in good uh, shape. actually Neil Patrick Harris, which is interesting. But Doogie Hauser. Good. Yes. Yeah. Doogie. Yeah. Yep. Nice. That <laughs> <So>, is interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been they've been making a lot of use. I mean, Michael J. Fox showed up at their uh, at the uh, other press event too. They've been making a lot of use out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Synergy. Yeah. Mel. You know, 
Synergy. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah but but what's Neil Patrick Harris? Synergistic. Isn't he on a show on ABC? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's on CBS. Yes, he is on CBS. You're right. Oh, then that is. You know, Touchstone might produce that. Could be. He could be a Disney geek, though. That was Michael. That was Michael J. Fox's connection. Is that he's just hmm. a Disney nerd and he right. you know, got involved. So um, I always just find that interesting. The number of celebrities that are uh, the big one is the Disney guy, nerds. The guy's name. What is the uh, the guy John that used Stamos. to be on Full House? John Stamos. Stamos yeah. yeah, he's the uh, you know he's a huge Disney guy. In fact, when they uh, when they, when they took the sign down off the top of the Disneyland Hotel a couple of years ago and they auctioned it off, he was the guy who bought it. Bought it. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. It, but it's interesting. There's a ton of celebs who are, and they, I think they just get them if they're willing to participate, you know. So it's so on the uh, moving on onto uh, well related, sort of related, but but not really the uh, fantasy land redo. So um, a while back, um, Disney came out with plans to redo fantasy land. Um, big deal. Um, announced it. Uh, all these different things going to go on, um, and. Recently, word came out that they have modified the original plans, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay, so what, what's changed uh, from, from the original to now? Um, I'm going to guess Ian probably knows more about this. <laughs> no, you know, actually I laughed more because I don't. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, <laughs> I think Mel will agree. It's a bit of a... a All right, who, who was supposed to do their research on this? Let me see. No, that, the, the reason I say that is because <laughs> there's not a lot of clarity yet, John. Right. It's, um, right. it's a very fluid situation. They made the announcement that they essentially were reevaluating the plans um, and it was but there too has not been, right. Yeah, it was too, I mean, that was generally the thing, too many, too much right. princess. The thing that um, can, you know, confused me is, is you're going to do a redo this big and you've got a pretty expansive area and they're taking out Toontown or, you know, elements of that, redoing that, using the area that 20,000 leagues was. And essentially we were getting one new ride. Yeah, one new significant ride, which is the Little Mermaid ride. Right. But I mean, right. you know, there's obviously the doubling and, up of Dumbo and. But know, okay, uh, okay, so we've got a couple double Dumbo attractions. I think there was a double Dumbo. But <laughs> but beyond oh, that, like the, the, I mean, the, the rest of, the rest of it was the was um, castles or lands where you essentially were going to meet the princesses. Uh, and I think that's all been scraped. And. Yeah, that that was confusing to me. I didn't understand. And then I think uh, the Beauty and the Beast one lives on because that had the guest uh, restaurant, the guest restaurant, which is a big deal. But yeah, I think they were originally. Mel, I think they were originally going to have like five. I mean, there was like one for Cinderella, one for Snow White, one for. And I was confused. Has anybody done the Tinkerbell meet and greet the uh, Pixie Hollow one? Negative. No. Yeah, it's in, it's in two. I don't have now. girls, so I. I that, yeah, so I, I that got scraped as well, right? No, but the one—it's currently there in Disney World. So right. It's a, but... Yeah, it's a little bit more. I think I got the impression that what they were talking about was some things that were a lo- like another level up from there. So if you've done the Pixie Hollow one, it's a little bit more than your average meet and greet. I mean, only a little bit, but I think it's pretty highly themed. They sort of—it's got this whole kind of like, oh, you're being shrunk, very size kind of yeah. element going okay. on. So I think that they took—they were trying. I, from what I could gather, to take that to the next level with these meet and greets. But yeah, John, you're absolutely right. But my confusion was, okay, it's already the most crowded area in the park, okay? Mm-hmm, that far. Just in, in through that, that general area, um, it's a, it gets bogged down. And so they, they were going to introduce these small area, I mean, small intimate shows. 
I mean, I, I just, it seemed like a logistical nightmare from traffic flow standpoint and things like, it. and, you know, again, maybe I'm not understanding it, but, but it seemed like they were going to be, you know, small groups let in and they would do a small intimate show to them and they like with walls like, everywhere. Yeah. That was my initial three or four yeah. of these shows. Big and, walls that would, yeah. I, yeah, there was going to be that wall, that, that, that faux castle wall that ran right. essentially right is, down the middle of... Is of, that still going to be there, or does that... I, not like Ian yet. said <laughs> earlier, they it they aren't not really... Clear. Right. So, so not. essentially, the only thing that cl- is clear pretty much is that Dumbo is going to be Dumbo times two, and the Little Mermaid ride is still going to be there. Yes, yeah, there's some pretty hot and heavy built. rumors about... Yeah, there's some pretty hot and heavy rumors about a new... Well... Again, even these rumors aren't aren't particularly yes. clear, but about some new type of um, roller coaster <laughs> attraction so I, that yeah. may be a roller coaster or may not be a roller coaster. <laughs> is it is it another another mountain? Um, no, no, definitely not to that degree. Think more. Um, was it Fire Mountain was going to be there? <laughs> fire Mountain, yeah, the, the dreaded Fire Mountain. <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for that. It sounded like a great ride. It did. Uh, it's going to no, be in the built park. It's sort of in the Villains Park at yeah, the Fifth Gate. Uh, right. That's opening. That's so opening that are, in my that backyard next Disney's next America. Yes, in Texas. In, in no, Texas. Missouri. Yeah. No, no, no. It's in Virginia. Virginia. Um, yeah. No, it's, right, it, it, it's supposed it, to be right down the road for me too. Let's not go there. If it's right down so the road from you, I'm moving. I'm so moving upset. Uh, oh, they are building something in D.C., right? I think they do have a D.C. A uh, hotel. There is a yeah. hotel right in uh, on the. Um, at the uh, harbor? Down on the waterfront, National Harbor. Yep. Right, it, National it, it, Harbor. Disney Hotel going there. Really? Is it, it's going in, right? It hasn't opened yet, though. I don't think it's opened. Mm-hmm. Not you to my think. knowledge, no. I, I had gotten some information, yeah. saw the signs, went to see Yes in concert down there. and uh, Nearly drowned. Nearly drowned because it <laughs> got flooded out. Yeah. You know. Uh, almost got flooded on the way to Best Buy. To Iger Kirkhoff or whatever almost got electrocuted on the keyboard. It was It was bad. Steve, <laughs> it, it was the whole thing. We, anyway, well, uh, back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. So, so there's what are we talking about? So the, the no, uh, there is a rumor of some type of new ride potentially. I guess um, replacing Goofy's barnstorm that, that may no replacing Snow White. What? Oh, that's tr- yeah. You're right. That is true. I forgot. No, barnstormer's part. just going to be uh, rethemed. Rethemed. You're now correct. that's been about ten different themes. Okay, so. we're going to revisit this in a year from now and see just right. how the, inaccurate the all this theme, is. The, the most current theme overlay for the barnstormer I saw was uh, something odd. I, I, um, I it was a goofy circus or something along those lines. Right. Yeah. It's so, still but, kept but in anyway, this, the yeah, there is a rumor thing. that they may be replacing Snow White's Scary Adventures with right. some type of, you know, common, thrilling ride but not that thrilling right. that may or may not involve water. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay. And it may or may not involve miniature monkeys. I mean, why don't you just throw it? Uh, I mean, okay. really? Oh, I'm, it definitely I'm, will involve miniature monkeys. That's confirmed. I'm, I'm going to complain. Um, okay. let, let's, let's be honest. Disney's getting out Disney by Universal. All right, because this is on with, my on my talk list, too. Look, okay. Ahead. Yeah. With everything I've seen that has come out of the Harry Potter park, the attention to detail mm-hmm. that they have put into the theming and the design and everything in that park from from butterbeer to the fact that when you go in not not that I'll go into the women's restroom, but when you go into the women's restroom, Moaning Myrtle is in there. You know, I mean it's they the have it's in the men's restroom too. Okay. I've actually been there. So yep. And and they have just gone all out with the theming and everybody that's been there 
that is recommended that you go see it. They say, just keep your eyes open. Keep looking everywhere because the details are insane. And yep. when's the last time, you know, the, the thing that we love about Disney is always the attention to detail. And especially in the Magic Kingdom with the Aladdin ride and, you know, all, all of these new rides, it always just seems like they're tacking something together. And yeah. it does, you know, it's it's As, painted plywood. and Yep. As Ian Move says, along. the bean counters. Yeah. have been ruling the roost. Um, but, that. Alan, Alan will come after me. But, um, uh, well, no, <laughs> it is sorry, true. The great Goofini is the, is the latest rumor for the. I was oh, trying okay. to look that up as we were talking. Great, great Goofini. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, um, you know, having been now, I've been to uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter twice. Okay. First of all, Islands of Adventure um, and, and Universal, both the studios and Island of Adventure, fantastic parks. I, I, you know, they, they get knocked by Disney folks. Um, and well, I, I think, me too. I, mean. I, I think unfairly so. I mean, I, I, I'm every time I go there, I'm more impressed with the way they're put together. Islands of adventure specifically. Um, that park is very well done. Um, it rarely feels crowded except for when you're in the wizarding world of Harry Potter, where everything is, it's made to be a lot more intimate. Um, but, but, you know, from start to finish, I loved the park before they had that there. Now that it's there, that ride, hands down, sorry, sorry, Disney, sorry, everybody out, is the best amusement park ride quite possibly in the world. When I mean, you say I, that ride, John, for those of us who haven't been there, what, which attraction are you talking about? The, uh, uh, the uh, what do they call it? The, forbid, the Forbidden Journey of Harry Forbid, Potter? Yeah. The Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey? Forbidden Journey. Um, because yeah, there's a couple it, of, 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 you know, rides the, associated with the land, correct? Essentially that, the, that is the new ride. That's the signature one. That is the new, so ride. I, the, the I mean, rest I know they rethemed Dueling are rethemed Dragons. roller coaster. Yeah. Dueling Dragons is rethemed. And also the kid coaster that's there, a flight of the hippogriff, um, was rethemed from, uh, another thing as well. Right. And, and other than that, so it's, is the it's one you're talking about, is that the robo, is that the one that uses the robo arm and all Yeah. That? It's something that we had yeah. seen. We covered the, um, IAPA, IAPA yeah. conventions, um, for years, uh, which is the international association of amusement parks and attractions. And, uh, years ago, Kuka had debuted a a robotic arm that essentially had a car on the end of an articulated arm. Fantastic. We we kept wondering when that was going to show up, and we had heard rumors at the time. And this was again three or four years ago, at least, that Universal had bought the technology. And sure enough, then this ride shows up, and essentially that's what it is. It's it's a Moving ride, if you can imagine a platform, maybe uh, 15, 20 feet by 20 feet, um, on which a robotic arm is mounted on top of that, and then cars are sat on the end of that. Um, and that basically brings you through the whole attraction, uh, turns you, uh, lifts you, makes you look at things, puts you in front of like Omnimax screens, you know, uh, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. puts you in front of live action stuff that's going on, uh, from robotics and it, it's fantastic. It just is done like no other ride. I mean, I, personally, I thought that, that, uh, the Spider-Man ride they had there already was one of the best amusement park attractions that, you know, which combined a dark ride with 3d and a whole bunch of other things. But now that they've added this, um, it's no wonder it's worth it just to go to that park, just to ride that ride. 
I mean, if you are a ride person, I mean, combining roller coaster type effects with a dark ride with a great show and some interesting new technology and you're just left with your mouth wide open and ready to consume butterbeer, quite frankly, when you, when you get <laughs> so off. What it, about, don't don't you know, have the butterbeer before you go on there. My wife made that mistake <laughs> and was sick the rest of the day. So uh, don't, don't do that. So, so yeah. John, comment for me, if you will, uh, on because, you know, uh, speaking very candidly, mm-hmm. I'm not actually a big fan of any of the Universal Parks. And it's not because I'm a I'm a, a Disney geek who refuses to look for the good and all that. I mean, I, I, I'm just not they're just not my. This is not my thing, gotcha. and, I, and I'm not at all a Harry Potter guy. So you okay. tell me, should I? is it that good? You should say, I don't care if you like Harry Potter. You need to go and check this ride out. It's that good. It's that good. It's that good. It's, it's that okay. good that, that it just makes most everything that's been done recently you know, be put to shame. It is it is that good a ride. Yeah, if you don't like Harry Potter, well, yeah, I mean, the theming might bug you a little bit, but um, it's good. And just for the experience of having done it. Well, but with yeah. the theming, you know, I mean, when 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 the pictures from the, the opening weekend started coming out and what I was seeing, it gave me that same feeling that when Disney Seas opened. Right. And people were sending all these photos like, oh, my, look at that. De- look at the details that they put in there. It's incredible. I remember, it is. I remember somebody who may or may not be named Mel who sent me pictures from Disney Sea and had me. Uh, yeah, somebody weeping, was lucky enough to live over there. Weeping it's openly incredible. that I had never been there. Yeah. And well, that's exactly what I was thinking when you were giving the theme talk or the yeah. d- attention to detail. And it is. I they, was thinking Disney Sea. They do a fantastic job, and and the way it's built, um, and the way it kind of towers over you and everything. I. I from, we had gone over there for months beforehand, before this ride was built, and we were looking at the steel structures and how they, this was going to be put together. And I kept looking at it going, there is no way that they are going to pull off the castle look. And there's no way it's going to look like that castle looked in the movies. You know, they, it, they're not building it tall enough and whatever. And then you walk in the entrance to the Wizarding World and you look straight ahead and you go, holy moly. That, it's I immersive. Mean, it, it looks like the movie. Yeah, it's, and it, it's an immersive experience, and, and I it think looks that huge. Yeah, so it's fantastic, and and you know the food actually is not bad there. The butter beer is good. Um, I did not get a chance to do the wand shop um, there. The whole experience where the wand gets picked for you—it's a very intimate show, and apparently very difficult to get in line and, and wait for. But um, folks were—I mean. We walked in the gift shop at the end of the night and again, we're just wandering around and there are a couple of kids that came up to me, you know, uh, you know, uh, maybe 10, 12, 13 and, and we were just like, Hey, what'd you, what'd you end up getting? Oh, I got my wand and it was picked for me and I got this one. And, and, you know, it was just that, wow, it's Harry Potter kind of thing. So, I mean, it, they, it's very well done. Disney could learn a few things. At least the modern Disney um, could learn a few things. I mean, Expedition Everest is about the closest theming-wise mm-hmm. when you walk mm-hmm. through there, and they did a fantastic job on that ride. Uh, of course, yeah, we won't get into the whole Yeti thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring... There's a Yeti in that ride? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, go on the boards. You can find out about that. Um, but, um, you know, it's done. It's It's taken to that level and beyond. So... Without saying anything more, check it out. You know, head over there and see what you think. But well, now we know Ian's an old man. 
I don't like him. I don't like <laughs> universals. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, it, speaking candidly, it just never felt particularly. Um, wait, I, wait. I, I was never impressed by. But but you have to, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, I have not been since they opened, you know, the Harry Potter and um, section of the how park. How old are your kids? I'm, I'm sure makes a big difference. How old are your uh, kids? My then? oldest is eight. Yeah, so wait till they become teenagers and see where they want to go. And my oh, guess is you'll be spending more time <laughs> over at Universal. Well, guys, hey, uh, is there anything else we want to hit upon uh, before wrapping things up here? Because we've actually gone long. Um, this was post production is going to get a workout on this. Uh, no, no, no. This is fine. Uh, you know, originally when we talked about doing this show and the podcast, we talked about keeping episodes to about 30 minutes. And I think it's forgivable that we've run on. Uh, we've actually had a pretty good time here. And um, as you can tell, the folks that are on board here are naturals uh, talking about Disney, something we all love to do. So um, anything before we close? Nope. Just thanks for the opportunity to talk shop. It was fun. Cool. Gary? Beer. Beer. <laughs> it all comes just, back just to beer. Bring it beer. back. Full and we, bring we back did, the beaver tails. We didn't even get to Duffy. Oh, well, we can talk about Duffy. Next. Well, so, okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you know, uh, be sure and visit us, of course, at intercot.com. I N T E R C O T.com. Uh, we're also intercot on Twitter and Facebook, or you can head to the homepage of intercot and just click on the links to get there. And lastly, uh, be sure to sign up for our newsletter, our namesake, the Intercot Insider. Jason does a fantastic job with that every month, and I do have to mail that out uh, shortly. Um, and uh, that is on the left-hand menu under news. Just click on the Intercot newsletter. So I think that's about it for the inaugural episode of the Intercot Insider Live. I want to thank Melanie Bounds, Ian Mitchell, Gary O'Brien, and I am John Yaglinski. We'll see you next time. <laughs>